Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where I explore the common and uncommon interests of Black people in order to help us feel seen. Please rate us and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five stars only because we are five-star bitches, word to Yo Gotti. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of the things. I'm your host, Sequoia, and before I introduce today's guest, who you're looking at if you're watching on YouTube, I have an announcement to make. We're currently recording from the studios of... Maximum Fun. Black People Love Paramore has officially joined the Max Fun family. I'm so fucking excited, y'all. Y'all don't even understand how excited I am. I chatted with a couple different networks and Max Fun definitely seemed like the best fit where I could bring you the show the way that y'all like it, the way that I like it. Doesn't change anything for you, the listener, but just wanted to clue y'all in. This is a big deal for me. I'm very excited. And we got a budget now, baby. Okay, so it's about to get real. Things are about to get really real out here. Now, Business as usual, today, joining me to talk about daytime talk shows. We have award-winning journalist, media personality, and writer at the intersection of gender, politics, race, and pop culture. Her list of accolades and accomplishments is too long to count, but she's been featured on BET, Essence, Variety, you name it. You may have heard her voice on Max Fun's Fanti or We See Each Other, the podcast. Please help welcome Char Jocelle. Hello. Char, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I am thrilled, okay? Thank you for being here. I loved our pre-show. We had a little pre-show before this where we just were talking a whole bunch of stuff. So thank you. This is great. We had lots of thoughts. If this one goes long, please <laughs> just know we was ready. We came in hot today. We did. We did. Okay. I'm super excited to have you. Yeah. Before we jump into talking about daytime talk shows, mm-hmm. we have our segment called In My Defense. In My, De- in My Defense is a segment where we bring one of our unpopular opinions independent for the listeners Shar, i'm so excited to hear what you brought because i just know it's going to be good so wait my unpopular opinion i then have to defend it no you just you just tell me and if you know and if i like it there is no defense you know because who 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 gonna say something all right now sequoia (laughs) so my unpopular opinion i really thought about this because i have quite a few Uh okay (laughs) i have quite a few my unpopular opinion, and this is no indictment on this artist, Ooh. because I do enjoy her. Oh, I love this. I do enjoy her. I think that she's cute as a button. She's new to the scene. Yada, yada, yada. 
I hate that damn water song. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. With a burning passion. That's fair. I have never liked it. It is shout out to Tyla if she's watching this. I think she's South African. They don't they say colored down there. Mm-hmm. I've seen the I di- just found that mm-hmm. out on TikTok. Yeah, the diaspora wars are really clicking up with that one. But that song just reminds me of I'm a church girl. And so it reminds me of Second Sunday, Youth Sunday. Uh, with the Sunshine Band. Okay. I was part of the Intermediate Choir. Okay. Uh, the Inspirational Voices. Come on, we Intermediate. Were very, we were very Sister Act 2 in my two. age group. Okay. But the Sunshine Band, it just, I could just make me sweat. It just sounds, it is, it's like nails on a chalkboard to I me. Get so it. I can't stand it. Yeah, I can hear that. When you put me <laughs> in that state of mind, I'm like, I see how you could arrive there. Uh-huh. And I'm also not big on Afro beats, okay. which some people take an off- offense to. I can do a song or two, but don't give me, that's that's also my critique on everyday people. I don't need six Shark. to eight hours of Afro beats. You are so me right now. <laughs> the la- I, I swore off everyday people after this last one because first of all, I'm from here. Okay. I'm from here. I feel like when you have a traveling party, yes. you should hire DJs that play music that is local Mm -hmm, or you know mm -hmm. like i want to hear the dog pound i want to hear corrupt i want to hear snoop i want to hear all of that type of stuff but instead i'm only hearing afrobeat because it does well in new york you know because new york is a melting pot of different cultures more there you know yes but even when they go down to like the south Mm -hmm. i've seen the djs that they have and they have djs that are spinning southern records and that pisses me off legitimately I'm like, no. And I used to really enjoy Everyday People back in the day. When I lived in D.C., I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was having a good time. I feel a way about that now, though. I'm having some... I so, like that we see each yeah, other. Yeah, we see each other. <laughs> Call back. But, yeah, no, that was a good one. Thank you. There's no defending necessary. No, thank yeah. you. Um, as y'all know, I don't do in my defense anymore. I've told y'all all of my hot takes. Anything I'm willing to say in public, y'all have gotten it all. I'm not saying anything <laughs> else to y'all. So, moving on. We have our... Main topic. Okay. Daytime talk shows. Ooh. I used to love a daytime talk show when I was a kid. And I don't, I mean, I should have been at school, but I loved a daytime talk show. Did you watch it as a, chi- a child? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. I'm from Chicago. Okay. okay? And when I was a child, uh, I'm a late 80s baby, but I was raised in the 90s. When I was a child, there were two people that ruled Chicago, and that was Michael Jordan and Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Okay. I grew up watching Oprah. I grew up imitating Oprah. Yes. Um, speaking of skipping school, my junior year of high school, second semester, I had 23 absences in my first two periods. Stop it. Yes, because it was PE and then algebra. Oh, wow. And then I just showed, but I would also imitate my mom. It's a long story. I would call up to that office and imitate my mom. They wouldn't question anything. Stop it. But I say that to say, in Chicago, Oprah aired at 9 a.m. And she aired at 4 p.m. everywhere else. So I would watch Oprah. I would watch Good Morning America with Charlie Gibson and Diane Sawyer. Okay. Then I'd watch the Oprah show. And then I'd watch The View. And then I'd go to school. And then you go to school. Yes. I had 23 absences or 22 in those first two periods. That's why. So, yes, I grew up in talk show culture. Jerry Springer, Mari. Yeah. Mother Love, Ricky Lake, Sally, Jesse, all Mother of them. Mother Love. Now, hold on. You're talking about mm-hmm. stuff I don't even know about at this point. Oh, it was uh, Forgive or Forget. I must it's, have forgot. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't quite know what we're referencing. Okay, I forgot. We need to take a break. When we come right back, we'll get into daytime talk show mode. Okay. Okay. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. 
It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Okay. Let's talk about the history of daytime TV just a little bit before we really dive into what we're going to dive into. Okay. Straight from Wikipedia per usual, the majority of daytime programming is typically targeted towards women and in particular housewives. Historically, soap operas, talk shows, court shows, and game shows have been fixtures of daytime programming, although daytime soap operas have been Seen, seeing a decline in North America due to changing audiences and viewing habits, this type of daytime programming is typically aired on weekdays. Mm-hmm. I hear that you have a killer Wendy impression and a killer. How you do I? Okay, come on. <laughs> and Whoopi too. You got that one too. So okay, if I if I can share a very brief story. Oh please. So doesn't have to be brief either. You got it. It was March of this year. And I was flying to New York. I have two sisters that live in New York. And one of my sisters is a performer. She works in musical theater. I was flying to New York to see one of her solo shows. It was a debut, I believe, at 54 Below. And when I was in my terminal, I remember Delta had pissed me off in LAX. When I tell you they had delayed the flight and then they had me walking from one end of LAX to the other. And it, just, it was ridiculous. But when I was there, I ran into... Uh, DJ Lena Bradford, who actually Travell and I interviewed on We See Each Other. But I ran into DJ Lena Bradford, and I know her because we did a BuzzFeed video together in 2017. Okay. Okay, so just wait. This is all going to connect, okay? okay? So she sits next to me, and I'm like, Lena, girl, you know, you know. So we get to chatting, and so I tell her that I'm going to New York, and I have tickets set up. I was going to uh, Tamron Hall with my mom and her husband, and I was going to The View with my dad and his wife because my dad is a very... Atypical manly man, macho man, but he watches the view. He I love it. He doesn't want anyone to I know. I love that. So I was telling her this story, and she was like, Oh, I happen to know Whoopi and Sarah. I'll tell them that you're coming by the show. Because I, I know Derek, who does hair and makeup back there. Uh-huh. She's like, I'll tell them that you're coming to the show. Yeah. I said, Okay. And mind you, I love Lena, but in the name, I've been in Hollywood for a decade. So I'm like, Okay, girl, you know, this is on a Sunday. I'm going to the show on a Wednesday. Like, Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, uh, I go to the show on Wednesday, and I should mention I've been to The View six times by now, but I go to the show. A real viewer. I love daytime talk. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I go to the show, and the show's going on, you know, per usual, and then after the second block, after B block, Whoopi throws to commercial, and she turns to the audience and says... I'm looking for Char. Where's Char? Stop it. I kid you not. I kid you. That's a, that, that was my reaction. That was my reaction. I'd be shook. Oh, I was. She knows my name. Lena did it. Lena pulled through. She texted. She really did. She it. remembered the day, and Whoopi turned and was looking for me. And I said, I raised my hand. I was like, I'm sure. And I remember the whole audience kind of like, Well, who is this bitch? What's going on? And she gave me the loveliest shout out and told me that Lena let her know. And then Sarah Haynes was blowing me kisses. Sunny, everybody was great. And I'm like, Little do you all know, all it's going to take is for one of you to get a little tickle in your throat and get a little under the weather. And I'm coming for your chair. I'm done. But, I'm done. But I'm a fan of the show. And so that is something that. <laughs> 
that I started to forget about when I was doing my year-end roundup in the yeah. name of it being the end of the year. And I was like, you know what? I had that moment with an icon, legend, and moment. Whoopi the Goldberg knows my wow. name and shouted me out. That is an iconic moment. Yeah. That's something I'm adding to my resume personally. If I'm you, definitely putting... Well, they said if it wasn't COVID protocols, Whoopi... Like, if this were 2018, Whoopi would have probably pulled me backstage. Stop. But you know it's a different yeah, world now. Yeah, but Not yeah, COVID ruining lives for Listen. like in multiple different oh, angles. Oh yes, but That's I still crazy. I still had that moment, so that was fun. Congratulations! But thank That's you. That's actually super cool. <laughs> thank Great you. Great story. Thank you. Okay, the Titans. Oh yes. In the talk show space, mm-hmm. let's start with like the individual talk shows, okay. and then we'll get into the more ensemble panel cast. Okay. Okay. Now you named some people who I had not heard of before. Mm-hmm. Well, Mother Love was the only one. You know, you know Montel. I know Montel, and uh-huh. and you know the men. There's only like three men. It was like Montel. Donahue, Montel. Well, well, Donahue was before him. He was before yeah. Oprah. Yeah. But yeah, Donahue, I'd say Donahue, Montel, uh, Jerry, and Maury. Jerry and Maury, for sure. Yeah. I have them listed under the smut. They and, were still um, daytime talk. Definitely. They, they were, were definitely daytime, daytime talk. <laughs> but I do have them listed in a different category Amen to that. Here, Amen. Because I have thoughts and feelings. Um <laughs> But certainly the Montels, the Ricky Lakes. Mm-hmm. Ricky doesn't get her due diligence, I feel. She doesn't. Personally. And you know, she was like 23 with that show, with the nationally was syndicated she? show. Yes. Oh my God. And it ran for like a good amount of time, yeah. too. Yeah. It was like eight seasons, I yeah, think. Yeah. It was years. Really liked Ricky. As I was researching for the show, it kept like listing the top 15 daytime talk shows of mm. all time, whatever. And Ricky was never on the list. Really? And it was pissing me off. Yeah, it, started, it was starting to piss me off because I was like, okay, I thoroughly remember Ricky Lake. Me she was too. a staple of my childhood. She was definitely always on the damn television. Me too. So I don't understand why y'all playing with her name like that. I didn't like it. Just like Jenny Jones. Was she on the list? I didn't see Jenny Jones anymore. What? Her show was iconic as well. I didn't see it. I mean, it was unfortunate the way it was canceled, but it was iconic. Yeah. And then we even had the fringe talk shows. I remember Queen Latifah had one. RuPaul had Mm -hmm. one. Tempest Bledsoe from The Cosby's Mm -hmm. had one. Ananda Lewis had one. There was, you know Ananda though, right? The MTV VJ. She was the only black woman that was on MTV. When we were growing up, Spring Bling, think about it. If you mm, Google her, you'll know Spring her. Spring Bling! You'll, wow. you'll know her. But okay. she, had, she had even a little stint. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there, I, I know about the fringe ones, too. Mm-hmm. I was giving everyone a chance. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Okay, I have a list of the Titans here. I'm going to okay. name them, okay. and you can tell me if you could only keep two of them. Oh, God. Why keep? are you doing this to okay. me? Okay. We got to make it hard. We got to make it fun. Okay. Wendy. Oprah. Dr. Phil, do we consider Dr. Phil a Titan? Uh, I do not, but my best friend, my childhood best friend, loved us some Dr. Phil when we were growing up. I watched that shit every day. I sure did. <laughs> Ellen, Montel, oh, Ricky Lake. And I can only pick two? You only got two. Well, Oprah Gail Winfrey is definitely going to Give be it. number one. Live I your best it. life TV. Easy. Uh, I'm really stuck and torn between Ellen or Wendy. Hmm. What's, what's your hesitation for either? I enjoyed both shows. My hesitation is, you know what came out about Ellen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, the queen of me. Oh, yeah, we know. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Please. Um, urgh, this is so hard. <laughs> Wait, skim through the list one more time. Okay. But don't say Oprah, because I already listed okay. her. Okay. Wendy, mm-hmm. Dr. Phil, Ellen, Montel, Ricky Lake. I also have Tyra as an alternate. I forgot about Tyra that quickly because I'm thinking if if Dr. Phil's on the list, where's Met Oz? Because, you know, he was the a, Oz's. You know, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. A politician. But, you know what I mean? Okay. Right. I'm, going, I'm going to go with Wendy only okay. because Wendy does not have queen of mean accusations in the workplace. Sure I know a few it. former Wendy interns mm-hmm. and people who've worked in her glam and Wendy is is who she is. Mm-hmm. But I've, I also know people who worked on that Warner Brothers lot for Ellen DeGeneres' show, and everybody got a story. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go with Wendy. hate to see it. Yeah. Because mm, I love Dory. I love Ellen. Love Dory. I forgot Ellen was Dory. Yeah. I went back and watched some of Ellen's uh, sitcom to see what all the hullabaloo was about. I forgot remember... Ellen was on a sitcom before yeah. the Ellen show. That's, That's how, how she, she got yeah. famous. Wow. Because she was canceled for being a lesbian. Oh, yeah. And Oprah was her therapist in that episode. Yeah. And I forgot who was her love interest. The white woman from Jurassic Park. Her name's is, oh, Laura Dern. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not even really going to start talking about Big Little Lies because <laughs> that shit is actually crazy. A fantastic show. It's coming back. Did you see that? Is it? Yes. They're bringing it back for season need. three. I know they don't need it, but I need it. They could snatch a few of those cast members and put them on the White Lotus. Okay. We don't need it. Back. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like they didn't need season two. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we could. Talk. That's our post show. Mm-hmm, we'll okay. do a post show. <laughs> okay, so you said Wendy and Wendy and Oprah and Oprah is who you keeping? Those yeah. are really solid, good choices. Yeah, very different, but demographics. You know, but consistent, yeah. different uh, subject matter. Mm-hmm. But they both did their thing for well, a very long. You know, time. Oprah used to be a little. I do remember Oprah used to okay, be a little come bit on more. Now, come or, on, or allegedly, I don't know that I was watching Oprah at that time, but I am aware. I was. That it was a. Uh, I was. I was watching Oprah when it was Caller You're on the Air. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yes. Okay, A1 Day One. <laughs> Oprah Girlie for real. We love to see it. Now, if I had to pick from the Titans. Okay. I'm choosing the alternate, Miss Tyra Banks. The Tyra Banks show. Truly. The Tyra Banks show. Queen of Chaos. Was so fucking chaotic. Yes. Truly. I couldn't look away. Truly. I was like, yeah, no, this absolutely. This is the one. Let me ask you this really mm-hmm. quickly before you go on. Yeah. Did you prefer Tyra when she was in L.A. or in New York? Ooh, I don't know that I knew that there was. She did a studio change. She went. She did what Kelly Clarkson uh-huh. just recently did. But it, it was two different shows to me. Really? L.A. versus New York, yeah. Do you feel like L.A. got way more chaotic? I do think L.A. LA was a bit more chaotic, but New York dressed better. The well, I mean, well, that's, <laughs> that's that's just the case overall between the two locations. Yes. Um, I'm going with Tyra and I'm also probably going to go with. Ooh, this is this is embarrassing. I'm probably going to go with Dr. Phil also. If Listen. I'm if I'm just going to watch two for forever, those are the two that I'm like most likely to cut on. Dr. Phil is responsible for giving us catch me outside. How about that? Please don't bring that up. Please. But you know what? My best friend, my childhood best friend, she went on to study psychology, but that was our divide. Like, she would be like, girl, Dr. Phil, I'm talking about when we were like eighth grade, and she'd be like, girl, Dr. Phil is coming on. Like, I love it. You Like, yeah, she did I, play. She went on to study psychology. Yes, like, that she was did. Really her shit. She did. I love it. I stand. Mm, yeah. Dr. Phil is responsible for a lot of oh, yes. uh, foolishness that has taken place in pop culture. I listened to a four-part podcast a while back, one of those investigative podcasts, and it totally changed how I view that man. Oh, I might need the title of it that would, one. Would, I was shooketh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might need the title of that one. I like that a lot. Okay. So we have our favorites from the Titans now. The ensemble casts. We have the three of the large ensembles okay. that were on simultaneously. The View, The Real, The Talk. Yes. If you had to choose one, you're choosing The View. 
I am going with Barbara Walters, uh-huh. the OG. She set the format. The mm-hmm. view is in season 27. I would like, that is my dream job. <laughs> Why do you know that? I want to walk out and, and wave and, and take my rightful seat on that ABC talk show at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Me as well. Now, here yeah. is my beef with the other two shows because I watched them as well, uh-huh. but they were not appointment TV for me like uh-huh. The View is. Noted. So my issue with The Real was that I felt that they were, and I went to The Real um, a few times. I just felt that the show was a bit irresponsible. And the reason why I say that is there's this panel of women. They're all women of color. Mm -hmm. And instead of discussing cerebral things, y'all are talking about y'all favorite lip gloss from Fenty. Fair. So that got under my skin because there was so much happening in culture, in politics, in the world. Mm-hmm. And even the, the, the pop culture topics that they that they picked to discuss on that show were too safe and too fluffy. I get that. Yeah. So that's what that's what pissed me off about the real. Totally. And then the talk, uh, you know, I do not like the newest iteration of the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the talk, what set them apart from the view is that they did not discuss politics. Mm-hmm. But my favorite version of the talk was when Julie Chen, before she attached Moonves, you know, mm-hmm. before she was Julie Chen Moonves. Mm-hmm. But Julie Chen, Sarah Gilbert, Sharon Osbourne, Sarah. who I can't, I can't stand Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, sure. But Sharon Osbourne, <laughs> Aisha Tyler, and Cheryl Underwood. Mm-hmm. That was the best panel. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Holly Robinson, Pete, and Leah Remini because those girls did them dirty. Mm-hmm. They did Holly and Leah so dirty. What's the tea? I, there just was some snaky ousting that mm. got them, you know. Oh, yeah. I do remember hearing about this uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. With Holly Robinson, Pete, and Leah Remini. Yeah. And it didn't help that Julie Chen was married to the president of the network. Oh, my That seems God. like a conflict of interest. A little bit. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I used to check into the talk every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked when Eve was on it as well. Eve. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Eve's stint. It was short. Was, yeah, because after her, Elaine Welterwaff yes. joined it. Yeah, yeah. That's when yes. it was really just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things were definitely. And Carrie Ann Anaba. Uh-huh. They said, Carrie let's get Ann another Anaba. Capricorn yes. Asian up in here <laughs> since Julie's gone. <laughs> let's get Carrie Ann. Mm-hmm. Marie Osmond. And you know she doesn't like J-Lo. They have oh. history because they both were fly girls on In Living Color. Oh, yeah. You got to get into that Carrie and Anaba, Jennifer Lopez. I'm definitely going to get into that. I (laughs) also am not that big of a J-Lo fan. Really? I'm not. No, I can't say that I am. Do you mind me asking why? Is it Um, the lip syncing or the stealing vocals? It's not. It is. I just, I have this visceral reaction to things that I feel are overhyped and underperforming. For the hype that they yeah, are receiving, yeah, yeah. Um, see Taylor Swift. Yeah, um, and I feel like J Lo fits almost squarely in there. She's a uh, she's a good performer. She's a good performer. She can That's dance. My whole thing about J Lo's performing though is my eye isn't drawn to Jennifer really? necessarily okay. when she's on stage. You know how like obviously this is the comparison when you're watching a Beyonce on stage. I can't even see what well, the hell is going on around. I don't know what else is going on. I can only see Beyonce. I don't feel that way when I'm watching J-Lo. She kind of blends in with her background a little bit to me. Um, But obviously she's hitting the moves. She's doing everything correctly. And and she's working with Beyonce's former music director. Word. Have you, I still haven't forgiven her for saying the N-word. And we're also going to come into saying the N-word and stealing Ashanti's And Christina Milian's. And Christina Milian's vocals. Mm -hmm. And and then being offended when you say that she can't sing. Did you know that too? I did not know she got offended She gets offended. I'm like, girl, it's not even your, that's not even your. That's not you. It's not even you. It's okay. You don't have to sing. It's Ashanti. Yeah. So yeah, uh, what she say? I tell my niggas something, but they don't my, hear me. Though. My neighbors, but they I don't tell hear me. My, my neighbors, but they, they don't, don't hear me. Though I'm like, I didn't love it. Well, Ja Rule got a uh, green light, no, lit it. Of 
course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. Now now that's another show. We'll really go. (laughs) We'll really talk about that another time. But, okay, so you're going with The View. Yes. And for reasons that definitely make sense. Of course. Yes. Yes. Best cast as well. Best cast. Most hard hitting. Uh, It feels like the one that has the most journalistic integrity. Oh, yeah. They're part of ABC News Division. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Real felt like it was for a bit of a younger audience, a little bit more trendy. I'd agree, but they still, that's where they missed the mark. That's what I'm saying. It's so deep. Because you can. I don't want to say water down the topics, Mm -hmm. but you, if you're skilled enough as a host, you should be able to talk about what Mitch McConnell just did that's affecting everybody. That's super real. That is super real. That's all I'm saying. I fully agree. Do you remember when Amanda Seals came on? Yeah. And they wanted her because she was trying to talk the real stuff. Because she was really having real things to say. Which I appreciate. And Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. And the Muppet. They have some scenes from there. The whole Muppet scene and... There were some moments. Yeah. <laughs> the real definitely gave us some moments. Adrian Bailon talking about she doesn't wash her hands after she goes to the yes. bathroom. That was a thing. Uh, the Muppet Tamar Braxton moment. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Love always laughing at something she didn't need to be laughing at. Yep. Tamara being the white man's whore. Yep. That was crazy. Yeah, There was yep, a lot yep. of things going on. Jeannie Mai. Jeannie, I mean, Jeannie. I like Jeannie. She, yeah, I like Jeannie. For the most part, yeah. She's, I've shared space with her. She's been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I seems, don't yeah. know her, know her, mm-hmm. but you know. On the she seems fine High and by tip. She's a pretty cool lady. Mm-hmm. And then the talk, I don't know. The talk seemed the most, what is the word I'm looking for? Not chaotic, but like the turnover rate just seems real high for a show that hasn't been running as long as The View. Obviously, The View has had a mm-hmm. few hosts because it's been on for forever. 27 seasons. You know, like you said, 27 seasons. The talk on the other hand, I'm like, why Why is this list of hosts so much longer? Well, and also what, what, what can't be taken away from this is the talk just inherently skewed older because it's on CBS. Mm, and CBS mm-hmm. is like the nursing home channel. Mm. And like, you know, it just, I mean, you know, it's no shade, but most of C- CBS's programming <laughs> is geared towards a very, 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 very mature audience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just, it was different. They would have soap stars on, for example. Mm-hmm. The View and The Real never had a soap star mm-hmm. on as the guest Why for the day. But yeah. the talk knew yeah. that, like, I imagine when I watched the talk, like, The View might be on at the laundromat, but the talk is definitely, yes. and, and The Real is airing in the prisons. Yeah. And the I'm talk, leaving. <laughs> I'm no getting the, up. And the talk is airing at the nursing home. Please, not at the prison, the laundromat, and the nursing it's at, home. It's at the prisons because Wendy Williams used to air in the prisons, and off most most. You're uh, fucking joking. I'm not kidding. Most affiliates had Wendy be first, then the talk after on the same because they were both Fox shows. So if they were watching Wendy in the jails, they certainly yeah. Wendy would shout out. She'd be like, shout out to all the incarcerated. She did say that. You Let's sounded get like into her the, when you said that. Yeah. That definitely <laughs> sounded like Wendy when you yeah. said that too. She's fun as well. Wow. I am learning so much. I'm, I thought that I watched, you know, my fair share of daytime. Okay, I, I still on. do because you said at the top of this show, you said that when you when you were a kid. I did. I, I mostly still, watched when I was a kid, yes. I'm still a daytime girl. Mm-hmm. I still have my roster for the, in the morning. I'm, I'm not joking. I and mean, they're all DVR'd and stacked up. So you have cable. Yeah, well, I use my mother's Xfinity login. Uh-huh. There we go. And then I cr- Chromecast it to my TV. She's still a millennial. And my, Absolutely. Mo- and my mom is on Central Time, so everything airs earlier. Oh, I love She's that. She's in Chicago. I actually really like that. <laughs> Don't have to wait super long. As soon no. as I wake up, cut my stuff on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Now, for the smut. 
Okay. I have three shows listed under the smuts. Okay. We have Jerry Springer. Yes. Maury. And the Steve Wilco show. Oh, God. Do you remember that Steve, one? Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and you didn't watch Mother Love. No, what is I Mother Love? I promised that the show was titled Forgive or Forget or something like that. I would put that in the smut category. Okay. Because that was the premise of it. Okay. Where is, it was what would two, you forgive or forget? Yeah. Like for cheating? Yeah, yeah a lot. Like it was it was friends. It was lovers. Okay. I, I believe that was the premise of it. And then at the end, they had to determine. It was almost like a talk show meets a courtroom show, but it's a talk show. Okay. Because both parties are presenting their case. Oh, my and, God. Courtroom shows. Yeah. But yes. And I put Montel you in the smut. You put Montel in the smut? Oh, yeah. Okay. He had that, what's that woman named Susan Brown? The psychic with the raspy voice. <laughs> I don't she remember was like a, Susan Brown. She was like a regular, Sylvia Brown. That was her I name. I don't remember Sylvia I'm Brown. I'm giving you so much to look up when I'm we're done. I'm telling you. She had a raspy voice and she'd be like, yeah, you're definitely pregnant. Like, she was a regular I on the Montel show. I do not. The only thing... Oh, never mind. You know that's Kamala's ex-boyfriend. Kamala whom? Our VP, Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do uh -huh. remember the her and Montel uh -huh, were dating. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yes. It's... Never mind. That's not okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we have the smut. We'll, we'll move Montel okay. over to the smut category. Yes. If you could only watch one smut. Did you watch the smut, first Yes, of all? I did. Uh-huh. Did you enjoy the smut? I did, actually, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I watched The Ringmaster. Mm -hmm. which was Jerry Springer's mm -hmm. film. And Jerry Springer, I should also mention, was a Chicago-based show. So I knew people who went on Jerry Springer's show. This is before he moved to Connecticut, because he ended up moving to Connecticut and doing the show there in the later seasons. Mm -hmm. But when it was the raunchiest, it was a Chicago-based show. Mm -hmm. And I do know people who went on Jerry Springer's show, you know, got the limo pickup and were paid $500, allegedly, and went on there and did, you know, adhere to certain storylines. Oh, Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How scary. Yeah. Jerry was, like, really scary times. It like, was. that was, like, very weird. The show was strange to me. Yeah, but before they started doing the fake wrestling storylines, people were really having chairs thrown at them. <sighs> like, before it became a choreographed. Yeah. Like, so that like, stuff was really happening. That's crazy. So, that's so, so, all of it was real the whole time. Like, they was really finding at out. At the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. I'm sure it became an insurance issue. I'm certain, right? It had to. There's no way that that was yeah. not an insurance issue. If you only had to watch one, you watching Jerry? So it's Jerry, Maury, or Steve? Yeah. I did not watch Steve Wil You know, Steve Wilkos is a show that airs at the mechanic. Okay. Pet okay, Boys. So have Pet Boys is, is Pet watching Boys. Steve Wilkos. Laundromat. Prison and nursing home. And nursing home. Okay, Steve is for the mechanic boy. And Jerry is also airing at the nursing home, but Steve is yeah. definitely for the mechanic. Okay, okay, okay. okay. When you go get an oil change, definitely, that's, what's that's on. what they're watching. Um, and then <laughs> how do you come up with? This? I don't know. I just picture this. Maury was definitely for the nursing home as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm watching Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. I'm Jerry. watching Jerry out of all three of those. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'll give. What are I'll you watching? That. Um, honestly, when I was a kid, I couldn't get these shits off my TV quick enough. Like, I You just, weren't for the smut. I did not like it. it That's a man, Maury. You oh weren't watching those shows. Oh, my God. I was not. <laughs> I, somebody had to tell me about that as an adult. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. That was not happening. On, that wasn't Jerry's happening. Jerry's like, Maury. my sister's sleeping with my boyfriend. Yeah, I would watch. I wasn't, again, I was not glued to these things and they were not appointment TV. Yeah. But, you know, in the name of the Campbell's chicken noodle soup, uh -huh. saltine ginger ale 
black when person pipeline. hundred percent. Yes. Just like we were watching Judge Mathis 100%. and like all of Judge Judy. Judge Judy. 100%. All of that bled together. Yeah. Because the smut shows were afternoon shows, like yes. the court shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was also watching the soap operas during those times. See, I wasn't a soap opera girl. My mama was a soap opera girl, and so I would be homesick watching General Hospital, all my really? children, or whatever in the summertime. And all of that Were stuff. Were you a Passions girl? No, 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 no. My mom didn't watch Passions. Shar, mm-hmm. thoughts on what makes a good daytime talk show host as someone who Ooh. soon will be one? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I've studied this. Mm-hmm. You're catching me off guard with this, but in the name of me studying this, uh-huh. in my personal opinion, I'm going to say someone who's charismatic and relatable. And the reason why I say that is that This is on topic, but off topic. I oftentimes say as far as like trans people are concerned, for example, if there was a trans person on daytime, I think the conversation would be different because there'd be a relatability factor. Mm -hmm. If they're like, oh, my grandma's mac and cheese recipe is da, 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 da. If you could see a trans person on daytime giving opinions, laughing, talking about running to the Whole Foods after work, Mm -hmm. I think it humanizes. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And also in the name of the LGBT, I think that's why Queen Latifah's talk show failed the second go round Mm. because the audience couldn't get all of her. Mm. Read between the lines with that, okay? She, you could tell there was a wall up mm-hmm. with her. And I think that part of the relatability with hosts is a parasocial relationship. Yeah. I don't know any of these people. I feel like I know Wendy Williams. I don't know Wendy Williams. Definitely. We all I, feel like we know Wendy. People who haven't watched it feel yes. like we know Wendy. I feel like I know Oprah. Oprah yeah. has cried with me. Definitely. Oprah has done favorite things. Yeah. Which also, I have an Oprah story I'll tell you later. I mean, you can tell it now. You if want you want. It now. Yeah. It's very brief. Okay, go for it. Don't but have I, to I want to I make sure I stick to your outline. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Please. The outline yes, is a suggestion. Those were, those were my two points. But Oprah, really, really quickly. So in, during Oprah's final season, season 25, I wrote the show and I was I just on a fly saying, um, you know, my birthday. My birthday had just passed, which is January 2nd. Okay, come on, Capricorn. And oh, yes, you better know. Okay. You better know. <laughs> and so I was like, I really want tickets. Like I wrote them like a little essay type thing and then sure enough like a week later they offered me tickets four tickets oh she must be a writer for and real. so uh i just had the most groundbreaking experience they ended up harpo studios does not exist anymore which i'm kind of upset about i feel like oprah could have invested and turned it into a museum definitely it was such a beautiful building the campus looked like a middle school it was huge it was huge. I she had buildings Oprah, across the street was the Oprah store. And then across the street, catacorn corner, that was Oprah radio. Not Oprah land. Oh, oh now she had Oprah land. In the West Loop, That's in the warehouse wild. district. So uh, this is actually one of my favorite stories because it felt uh, like I was in alignment. Like I said, I'm keeping it brief. So I go to the Oprah show. You have to be there so damn early. Mm-hmm. You get there, you're in line. And I remember touring the campus. And once you get, enter the studio, it was like, huh, you know, like this cream colored, just everything's just so uh, earth toned and just big and so I was in the audience and I sat where I sat was uh, shit how can I where I sat was where she comes out okay because there's a few points I want to hit so basically in a nutshell her audience warm up asked who wanted to warm up the audience my hand shot up not only did I get to warm up the audience (laughs) so I went on stage and did an Oprah's warm up song was Usher's oh 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 yeah oh my god and I got to sit in Oprah's chair oh yes the coveted (gasps) interview chair 
And then when Oprah came out, she shook my hand. She told me she liked my hair and my lashes. Like she was like, oh, like you could hear her. Like imagine the anxiety of sitting in a chair and you can hear Oprah within an earshot. And she's talking like, oh, and yeah. And then she hit that corner. So we did the show. And then afterwards, a producer came up to me and because I had my four, well, my roommate and my mom and my aunt. A producer came up to me and was like, you all's energy, yada, yada, yada. Do you want to do an interview with Oprah Radio? What? So we go across the street. This is Oprah Day. So we go across the street and we're on some show and they're asking the experience. We did some promo, like they're asking the experience. And so on the way out, you had to, there was like one hallway, but you had to pass by Harpo Cafeteria on the way out. So on our way out, we suddenly a security guy, we're being escorted out and a security guy tells us to stop where we are. Just wait right here for one quick second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So then I hear Oprah speaking again. Okay. So now Oprah's in Oprah radio building. Okay. And so there's oh, this you camera. Hear her, yes. Like in earshot. Yes. Not like in a headphone or She's something. She's in within earshot. Okay. There's a camera guy, his back is walking towards us. <gasps> And Oprah's on the other side. She was filming a segment where all of uh, Harpo's staff went vegan for a week. Oh. This show is still on YouTube. But she was I was in the cafeteria when she was filming that segment. And she stopped and she turned to me and she said, you're still here? Because mind you, this is like an hour That's after the tape. so funny. I didn't ask for a hug or anything because she did. She, you know, Oprah... <laughs> Oprah don't do all of that. But that's my my very uh condensed Oprah story wow. with just like and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm built for this. I'm about to say you have I such like I have good, Oprah's blessing. You have Oprah's blessing. <laughs> you have such you have Whoopi's blessing. You have such yes. a good and Wendy. And Wendy. Oh, I went, yeah. I okay. met I met Wendy in Chicago. It was a good old time. Okay. How I'm doing. <laughs> she was great. She was great. Wendy was just as you imagine her to be. She I, was great. I feel like Wendy's one of those people that like brings her whole self to work. And I love that. We her stare is intimidating. The big eyes. I believe it. And she's very invasive. Oh, yeah. Oh, she'll ask. Oh, you, she'll yeah. Ask. That's why she was getting cussed out on the radio. Exactly. Yeah. So those are my talk show stories. I'm done. No, those are great stories. I'm happy to have them. Thank you so much for sharing. So, okay, that's a good... That's a good way to put what makes a good host. You said they have to be charisma, charisma and relatable and relatable. You have the, the viewer has to feel like they have some sort of parasocial relationship with you. That makes sense. So sharing grandma's oatmeal cookie recipe yeah. and talking about what made you cry or even cry, like I, that is what I believe because that's what draws me in. That's what keeps me coming back. Yeah. Is the feeling that I know you. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I can't text you. But I feel like I know you. And I believe I my personal philosophy is that's why Queen Latifah's show did not do the best when she rebooted it. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that a, a, if a trans person, if more LGBT people as a whole were in that daytime space and even prime time, you know, shout mm-hmm. out to the to all, the, all the men Late in night. prime time. Yeah. yeah. Or even recap. I know trans people who love sports. If people were MSNBC correspondents and on CNN, I do believe that the conversation in this country would change. Definitely. Because right now, a lot of trans people live in theory to people. So mm-hmm. it's easy to plant a seed of fear and ride on that. So that that's that on that. Live in theory to people... <laughs> But they don't even realize they likely know trans people. Oh, did you know that there's a statistic? And I can only say this because I talked to someone at GLAAD about this. There's a statistic. More people believe that they have met a ghost. Stop it. My God. Then met a trans person. I want out of this fucking country. A ghost. I want off the planet, out the country. I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's where we are. And that's why it's so easy to dehumanize and to create narratives and and demonize a group of people because most people do not believe that they're in community. But in fairness, a lot of people, if you live in Dubuque, Iowa, you might not be able to pin Dubuque, a flag to your shirt. Iowa. You geez. might just gotta bring out them people's grocery and go home. And, and not, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Come on now. It's mm. survival. Mm. And yeah. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. I know that was all over the place, but I hope that answers your question about that what That definitely makes a good does host. answer the question. That's a really good point about Queen Latifah, too. <laughs> And we're back. And that brings me to, I would love to talk about slept on or one season wonder type daytime talk show. Would you feel like, do you feel like Queen Latifah is kind of within that category? She had great guests and she's not a bad interviewer. Right. And Lenny Kravitz designed her set. It was called Big Sexy. Uh huh. <laughs> it was her set was called Big Sexy and Lenny Kravitz designed it. Okay. It was full of golds <laughs> and bronzes. I also think that the set depends. That like we didn't the talk set about does that. Does mean a lot. That is a really good point. Because when Ricky did her reboot and it was all them blues and whites and no blues just, and whites. That's not good. It was very, just like Meredith Vieira. I think that she was the the first moderator on the View, the mm. OG moderator. Mm. She had a show on NBC. Um, you, you, but you were asking me about fallen heroes or shows that I believe that there's not one talk show that I enjoyed that was canceled. Really? I okay. tried to watch Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner tried, had a talk show? Oh yeah, she had a, sequ- a six week sneak peek. That's where North's picture was revealed. I thought that was Chloe. No, Chloe had cocktails I remember with Chloe, Chloe having cocktails with there Chloe. There was the Kris Jenner Chris show. Sh- okay, and she, oh, oh yeah, and she, okay, that's where North was revealed. Is that where Kanye came on the first time and yes. he had like that weird, he sounded weird suddenly his, and we were scared? Tristan accent. Yes, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Tristan accent and we were terrified. That was on Chris's show? Yes, they, they do these things called six week sneak peeks, which I'm sure you're familiar oh. with, where they give a talk show six week, they test oh. it in, in different markets and then you either get dropped or picked up oh and all them shits was dropped the kardashians don't do well for a talk show child they don't okay what about the monique show i feel like that one had a few seasons it was on bet right yes Mm -hmm. that is we i in the name of late night Mm -hmm. the monique show is such a gift that's how i was introduced to k michelle Mm -hmm. i love k michelle's music wow i was introduced to k michelle through monique did monique show yeah it was prime time oh Okay, it was not on, daytime. It was a primetime show because okay. her, her set was like a club. Mm-hmm. And when, when mm-hmm. the guests would come, the elevator doors were open and you were, you were at a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And Monique's a great interviewer. And I felt that that show did so much for, for black people. I remember Love B. Scott was on that show. Like as far as just offering exposure. And then she's naturally funny. I, be, mm-hmm. I do believe you have to have a comedic. You have to have a funny bone to be a definitely, host. Definitely, definitely. You have to be definitely. able to laugh at yourself. But yeah. yes, Monique should have stuck around. Yeah. 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 Sad to see Monique go for sure. Do you remember Kiki Palmer's talk show on BET? I do. I do. Yeah. That was not for, I thought that was something for the kids. She was a child. Yeah. She was really young at the time. Because I was 26 when that premiered. I still remember. I think she was like eight. She was really young. She, she was, was like 18 yeah. or something. That was something for the kids. Mm-hmm. So that one. Mm-hmm. And I felt within the age demographic, so I tried to cut it on. And I remember being like, 
I don't like what she's talking about on here. Yeah. She was saying stuff that was a little funny to me. And which, then, I mean, at 18, of course, everybody's saying dumb shit. And then the audience, weren't they sitting like in beanbag chairs? It was very Teen Summit. I don't know. Like BET Teen Summit meets talk show. But sounds yeah. crazy. Kiki's charismatic enough to carry a show. But definitely. I, I do believe that Kiki would be served best in a panel. Oh, yeah. Oh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I would, Just I, like I would Jennifer Hudson. That is a... Re- now, okay, now we're getting into okay, today's okay, talk show. Sorry, I'm okay. going to shut up. I'm going to no, no, shut no, up. No, please. You're doing great segues. <laughs> I love this. Now, thoughts on today's hosts. We have Kelly Clarkson, uh-huh. Jennifer Hudson, Drew Barrymore, and Tamron Hall. You're forgetting Sherry Shepard. And Sherry Shepard. <laughs> um, in the name of journalism and being a traditional linear journalist, I love Tamron Hall's show. Uh-huh. I do believe that it is not Oprah-like, but it's filling that Oprah void mm-hmm. where she talks about everyday things. Like, I'm not a parent, but I just watched her show on gentle parenting because oh. she made it interesting and the guests were. Yeah. I've also been to her show a few times. And big shows, like Michelle Obama promoting her book, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. So I like Tamron. Are you asking me who I like or who needs to go? Um, I mean, you can tell me either. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me both. I like, I think, I, well, I've only seen a few episodes of Kelly Clarkson's show, and mm-hmm. I enjoy Kelly's. Mm-hmm. She replaced the Ellen slot. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Hudson is in Ellen's old studio. Oh. Jennifer is not the best host. Even her promos are lackluster. I agree. Uh, I tried watching her show. It is not for me. Even when the guests are great, it just still... And I see how they try to remix. Like, you can tell. If you work in, in this industry, you can tell how they try to remix image and stuff. Like, they mm-hmm. gave her a little bob, a little mm-hmm. curly, and some reading glasses. Mm-hmm. They're trying to appeal, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But Jennifer, Jennifer, I think, would do better in a in a panel show. Yeah. She, um, I feel that. Um, who else? Sherry and, and Drew. Drew Barrymore. I've only seen a few Hot episodes of. Recently. Oh, yes. Yeah. Shout hot. out to And Just Like That and Drew's cameo. Mm. Um. I've only seen a few episodes of Drew Barrymore's show and I love the running joke about how she's like this cl- as close as I am to this mic. That's how close she gets to her guests. Wild. Terrifying. I would uh, not go on just for that. If my team called me, it's like, are you going on Drew Barrymore? I imagine that certain people have to have those parameters. Definitely. Yeah. You can't be that close. You can't be up on me like that. Um, Drew's show. I've only seen segments. I'm not going to even lie to you. Mm-hmm. To just like Karamo has, Karamo replaced Maury. Oh, whoa. I forgot Karamo yeah. has a TV show. I've only seen chunks. I've never seen a full episode. Yeah. So I can't, you know, Drew. Karamo seemed like he'd be fun. Drew is, uh, um, who else? So Sherry Shepard. My only issue with the Sherry Shepard show, aside from me just being a total Wendy Nista. And mind you, Sherry didn't have nothing to do with that. But in the name of holding it down, I'm like, I watch Sherry's show. <laughs> My only issue with Sherry's show is I can tell who she's appealing to, mm-hmm. which is a very churchy, mm-hmm. middle age. Like, she'll have segments on there with people. Really, it'd be real, real churchy. Definitely. I also, uh, I do not like Sherry. Okay. <laughs> Sherry has this interview voice that I hate. Okay. <laughs> I should also mention, fun fact, Sherry Shepard slid in my DMs Ooh. over a decade ago to curse me out. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, whoa. Hold on. We get some good stories out of Sherry. Because I yes. publicly tweeted. I felt she was being ridiculous. The View had a topic about <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. I think it was Borat. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about full frontal male nudity. Okay. And Sherry just went on this. I know she was raised Jehovah's Witness. But my God, she went on this full tirade of just yeah, da, 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 da. and I tweeted publicly like girl grow up she went on tirade about how what like how genitals full, are nasty basically okay and it's like if we 
we've been seeing, you know, breasts and vaginas. Sure have. What's what's wrong with seeing a little penis? And it's not like it's explicit. It's a flaccid penis. It's a it's a joke, you know. But nevertheless, she ended up DMing me. That was her response. She DMed me and wow. on some first of all type stuff. She was the type that used to search her name. Oh, I love you, Cher. I love you, Cher. I don't know her, but I love you, Are Cher. You blocked? No, I'm not blocked. Shocked. She just wrote me. I didn't respond because I'm like, girl, I ain't about to go. Back. I said what going, I, said. I said. What I said, but I'm not going back and forth with you. But so, so, okay. So she has this interview voice that really gets under my skin. So I like when she's like doing her comedy and shout out to Miss Tina. And then her serious voice just makes me, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. It's like, she'll be like, shout out to Miss Tina. Da, 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 da. And Kiki Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki recently, her ex-boyfriend. So if you are in a DV situation, we extend. It just, I, it's something about the inflection, which is natural. Because when you're doing more serious mm -hmm. topics, you lower your register a yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. But it's something about hers that gets under my skin. But I, I do enjoy her show. It's formatted just like Wendy's. She comes out and instead of saying, how you doing? She says, hey, family. She sits in her Hot Topics chair. Instead of Norman there, there's John Murray, her co <laughs> Like, it's formatted the exact same way. And her, co um, uh, her Hot Topics are more so like what's trending. Look at this funny TikTok video. So, mm. But I, en I enjoy her interviews. Sherry's a good interviewer, but she has practice. She spent seven or eight seasons on The View. Okay. So yeah. she has practice. It totally makes sense. So if one of them had to go, which one are you getting rid of? Of. read the names again okay we have <laughs> kelly clarkson who shout out because we have a, an episode black people love kelly clarkson because black people Shantae do in fact love kelly clarkson they call all of the anointed white singers the clarkson sisters because really? of her yeah that's what twitter's that's like so funny. like kelly, the clark, like yeah, the clark like sisters, the clark sisters, sisters, sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny but go, but go ahead shout out okay. Shantae you stay for kelly okay okay kelly's okay the jennifer hudson show let me finish. Let me get through the list okay, before because okay, okay. I feel like that one might be on the chopping block. Okay. The Drew Barrymore Show, Tamron Hall, and Sherry Show. And I am telling <laughs> you, I'm not going. I'm sorry, baby. You gotta go, Effie. We all got pain. Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Jennifer has to go. Okay. I love Jennifer Hudson. Shout out to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And also Sherry Shepherds from Chicago. Shout out to my Chi-Town girls. Shout out. My mama. Love Jennifer Hudson. But talk show, uh, acting and singing, yes. Holding it down for an hour, no. It's going to be a no. Yeah, it's going to be a no. It's going to be a no. Okay. Yeah. And that's super fair. That's super fair. Now, someone who does not have a show right now, but you feel may need one. This might be a hard question because I, I didn't give you time to think about this at all. I didn't give you any time one. to think about this. I do have a list of two. Okay. One you of go which first. we've already discussed. Kiki. Yes. I knew you were gonna say that. I feel like Rihanna would be really good now for a talk show. You the immediate no. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to all <laughs> shout out to all of the gender appropriations Why out there. Would you if you know, you know. Um, oh wow, she did say that. Oh, <laughs> and she her did say that. This is great for men and women and, and uh, all uh, the they genders. them gender appropriate. She no, did. I don't think Rihanna would 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 be good. What okay. is she going to talk about? Well, do you remember when she did that segment with what was one? Of, it was one of the late night hosts, and she did the probably Fallon. It, it was probably I don't think was it, it was James Fallon. Corden? No, uh, it was. Conan O'Brien, Jimmy God, Kimmel. It's not even one of the late night. I don't even know who that nigga was. I can't remember his name. Um. Anyways, a white man. Seth something? Oh, Seth. Yes. Seth. Uh, is it Seth Myers? Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. When she did that segment, do you remember that? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
in fairness, I don't watch a lot of late night, and when I do, it's Kimmel. Out okay, of but, all of them, Jimmy Kimmel is my favorite. Okay, but she was like so charismatic. And it was like one of the few times where I've seen her like really light up. And I'm like, oh, she really might be good with this. As long as she, Are you saying be... a solo show for her or an ensemble? I would I would take Riri as a solo. Wow. I would take her that as is a, where, Folks, as that's a where we disagree. As long as she feels like she can say what she would like to say. And see, that's what makes me scratch my head because yeah. just viewing, I don't know where her personal politic is based on who she procreated okay, with. now, we're really talking now. She at the Chappelle show. Well. The, the Fenty stuff happened well, with the, you know, there's been a lot of Fenty <sighs> and Savage X Fenty news to come out. So it's like, I don't know if I want her unfiltered because I like Rihanna and I that don't want to not like Rihanna. It really will fuck up. Yeah, it'll yeah. Cause she talking too much. She do be she do be chatting. So who is someone who does not have a talk show who I think would be great as a talk show host? Sharjah mm-hmm. Sell. Uh, of co- naturally, you beat me to it. Naturally, like, I was gonna say me first. Uh huh. Y'all need to go ahead and green like that because I got some shit to say. Stop playing. Okay, and I'm hands on. I'm okay. e- I'm EP as well. A journalist. Um, award winning. Award winning. I worked hard for that. Okay. So I would say myself. Okay, I'm going to sip from my own Kool-Aid. I think Kiki would be great, but she's already had one. So who else? Um, you know, I think Tasha Smith would be great. Tasha Marcus Smith. from the Tyler Perry uh, movies. Google her. Tasha right quick. Let me see. Tasha Smith, because the name is mad familiar. I think Tasha Smith would have a be great. As oh, a talk certainly show the host. twin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I could definitely see her as I a host. I think Tasha certainly. would be a great. Oh my god, host. what if it's her and her sister? Sidra. Yeah, I love Sidra. I know Sidra. Yeah. Um. So that's a good one. Tasha Smith, and then let me think who else? Because I'm trying to think of actors, singers athletes, people who kind of stay in the conversation and who have a sense of humor to them. Mm-hmm. Um, or even comedians. Do you feel like Oprah has a sense of humor? I do think Oprah has a sense of humor. Okay. She's shown it on the show. Right. It's a very specific sense of humor, but she has a sense right, of humor. Right. Oprah's not a stick in the mud. I don't think she's a stick in the mud. I think I've seen every aspect of Oprah through the TV. Okay. I've seen her pissed. Shout out to that James Fry interview mm-hmm. when he lied about his book and she confronted. And I've seen her in a redemptive state with Iyanla making up. I've oh, seen her. Yeah. Like, I've seen, I feel like I've seen every aspect of Oprah's personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless, I think Ta- Tasha Smith is who's first that comes to mind. And in all honesty, I can't think of not one damn That's man. fair. That's good enough. I would watch a Drewski show in the name of Internet I would comedians. happily yeah. cut on I would watch a Drewski, a Drewski show. show. Could have been records standing on business. Absolutely. I love him. Way. I love him. Way. You need to EP it. I love him. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of men I want to hear speak. At all. No. Period. Actually, hard stop. We can. I'm going to say ta- that's that's the name that just keeps coming up for me is mm-hmm. aside from me. You had two and I have two. Uh-huh. Charge yeah, ourselves and Tasha Smith. That's and beautiful. I, I'd sit on a panel with Tasha. Yes. I could absolutely see that. I would. I'm all for a panel show. Same. I would actually. I would like to be on a panel show. That would I be love different perspectives. I would have a good time and with sparring. Uh huh. Me too. Uh-huh. I love. I love us. Char, do you know your big three by chance? I, of course. Oh, I live in LA. Are you oh, kidding please. me? Please, please tell me. I have to know my big three. I'm ready. I'm so prepared. I can't so break excited. the ice without it. So Capricorn my, sun. I am double earth water for okay. my big three. <sighs> so I am Virgo rising, <sighs> Capricorn sun. Cancer Moon. Okay. Oh and I my said God. I said Cancer like that because Capricorn and Cancer, I've come to learn, are, are, are opposites they're on the op- spectrum. They're sister signs, but which they're sisters. Opposites. 
<laughs> the second callback, yes. And they were sisters. Yes. And yes. so I'm double earth water. I feel like that uh the the cancer is what makes me just wear my heart on my sleeve and be a big old crybaby sometimes. I love that. But yeah, what's your big three? That is a really good big three. Yours is very compatible with mine. Okay. I'm a Gemini son. Okay. A Capricorn. My best friend is a Gemini. Are you May or June? June. Okay, he's May. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Capricorn rising and a Virgo moon. Oh my gosh. And a Cancer Venus. So We're, I'm Aquarius Venus. Okay, which is, okay. there's some compatibility. There's very a lot of compatibility. Close. Yeah, there's a lot of compatibility there. Wow. I okay. It. I, I could sense it. I knew it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see you on a talk show. I would love to see you. It needs yeah, to that'd hurry be so up. Good. It needs. Yeah. Well, tell these execs to stop telling me they don't know what to do with me. What does that mean? What they, do you mean? They never go into detail. Take a risk. Take a. R- okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna about to get fired end up. with this. Okay. okay? <laughs> I'm gonna end with this. Now, how do I say this without potentially shooting myself in the foot for future opportunities? Execs, um, really should do better at taking risks on people who don't have one million followers yes who have who who it, how are you supposed to scout talent if you can't scout talent well because nowadays just you know? i'll say this briefly nowadays they want you to come with your own audience and for I, one. that's so dumb and my argument i do not have tens of thousands of followers but guess what tamron hall and anna navarro follow me that should be worth i got tons of think about who of, of uh, solidified blue checks who have endorsed Char. So even though I only got 9,000 something followers, the list, the quality there, I don't have any bots. <laughs> the list there, it's all organic. They're not bought either. No, no. bots, no bots. No. Okay. Sunny Hostin has publicly endorsed me. Please be serious. I like Sunny. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm I agree with you on that, but I do think yeah, it's we're part the status quo is status quoing. I'm exhausted. It happens with music too cuz there's no artist development. People talk about that. Mm-hmm. They want you to come with your own audience and they're going to stick you on that Super Bowl stage. And that's why we're only getting meme music nowadays. I was just talking about this. That's why we're only getting viral music little snippets where people don't know the whole song because all we're worried about is what's going viral on TikTok. And we no vocalists cuz people ain't in church no, no more. No vocalists. I mean, Tyler can sing TBH. I know you don't like that water song, but Tyler No, I've heard her other music. That's why I said yeah. it's not an it's indictment not her. on her. It's that damn Sunshine Band Second Sunday That's Youth Service it's that song. ass song. That's super fair. Okay, last question. Why do you think okay. black people in particular love daytime talk shows? <laughs> the same what reason white it? people do. Okay, come on. Um, I think, again, that there's that relatability. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know for me, as someone who still has, that's why Sherry's in my lineup. My lineup is literally Good Morning America. The View takes precedence over everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I watch Sherry and Tamarin. I have mm-hmm. to wait for Tamarin, though, because she airs at 1 p.m., which means I have to wait till noon because it's it's recording from 11 to noon all over here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think that it is relatability and because Talk shows are topical and they're a way of bringing people together uh, in, an, in an entertaining and informative way that is not so skewed by some of the echo chambers that we're in sometimes with social media. Real. Yeah. And so it brings different perspectives. And I think that's why why black people in particular mm-hmm. enjoy talk shows. And it, there is something to be said that uh, about how black people have dominated daytime TV There's talk. There's that, for real. There's something to be, I don't know if that veers into the whole mammy trope. Ooh. And people love a magical Negro. Ooh. 
We really getting I don't somewhere know. now. We really getting somewhere <laughs> now. We really talking. I don't know, but people love like when you look at the landscape today, it is overwhelmingly black women that are hosts definitely with the peppering of white women yeah. in daytime talk and i find that to be very interesting even the view has Whoopi and sunny on there yeah two black women even though sunny's afro-latina mm-hmm. two black women on that panel which was something that was unheard of linear linear in a linear sense when the view was formed it was just star jones then it was just you know yeah. then it was just sherry shepherd yeah then it was you know so i think even with sunny it was just Rosie when Rosie was the moderator so I say that to say there is something to be said with related in the name of relatability with black women and I'd even factor in Joanne Reed mm-hmm. even though that's a new a news show mm-hmm. she airs at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. our time and you know it's topical she's not it's not world news tonight with David Muir right. airing at 6 or 7 p.m. there's right. something to be said she's still in the afternoon and, you know, dominating the news cycle. So, that's, yeah. That's a really good point. That's a very succinct way to sum that up. I ask about black people in particular just because I feel like black people are represented a little bit harshly on, like, the Jerry, Maury oh, God, side yes. of things. Yeah. Queer people as well. So, and I know a lot of black folks do st- do engage with these television shows. So, I'm wondering what is the draw as we navigate I think the draw our visibility. I think the draw for people who once navigated to those shows yeah. is the same reason is well is the same draw that draws our generation to the shade room. Period. There's an audience for everything yeah. and people will the same people who and this is no shade to anyone who does cuz I'm not coming from sitting on my stoop looking down but the same people who are on Bigo Live arguing and who have Zeus subscriptions I was about to go with Zeus and who have no th- there is an audience for everything and unfortunately we are in in my personal opinion we're in in, in, in an age of anti-intellectualism they ain't teaching these kids how to read seventh graders don't know how to do book reports yep. no one and and it's profitable it's beneficial to keep people in echo chambers and to keep them banking on seeing a graphic with a watermark and just lettering when people can't you know the media literacy rate for the United States is at a second grade level I forgot where that statistic came from so don't quote me but I did read it I don't make up things it's at a second grade level and that is you know I so yeah I say that the draw what drew people to make something like Jerry Springer Mm -hmm. appointment TV Mm -hmm. or to make Jerry their favorite is the same people the same gene pool was passed down to have people getting their news from blogs instead of following an NBC News mm-hmm. or an ABC News or even, I'd even say Fox News. They're not real news, but if you're going to follow the shade room, you, you might as well I mean. follow Fox. Hey. They cut from the same cloth. Hey. So, We're yeah. really getting into it now. I, I, I do think that's it's the same type of people. That is super fair. And let me, just so y'all don't think I'm up on a high horse or nothing now, because I'm not. Don't drag me. Because right. I'm, I'm not. We're not. We're not. Yeah, do what you got to do. You know, briefly, I have since canceled, but I briefly had a little Zeus subscription. <laughs> okay. I was trying to see what was going on with the new iteration of Black Bad Girls Club because I definitely watched that shit. So I, you were watching Baddies East and stuff? I tried. It was just really badly produced, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The mics weren't working. But I just and couldn't the... get. I was like, what yeah. the hell am I looking at? And, so, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was just too damn old. Like, I'm like, okay. Natalie, this was, you know, this was more fun when you were 21 and now I'm less. Oh, she's one of you. I hate that for me. But everybody has their blemishes. <laughs> I was about to say, I have a lot of bad Every Geminis side. on my Oh, yes, you do. So, In the name of Trump and Kanye. I share a birthday with one of those people. Oh, I won't yeah. say which, but 
<laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's it. I think that was that was really good. Thank that you so was, much for joining, Char. Thank you for this any any like time you want episode. me back, have me back. This was great. Okay, no. I hope I hope that everybody enjoys my enjoyed my talk show because I've never told those stories, some of those uh, publicly. So. Oh my gosh, we're getting exclusive. Oh, yeah. oh yes, oh, I yes. love an exclusive. Now, don't be talking about whenever because I'll be in your inbox talking no, about. I, hey, Char. I'm making my podcast rounds. I okay, make my great. podcast rounds. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great having you. Please let the Thank folks you. know where they can find you on the internet or any projects you have coming up. So I am working on some things that I can't talk about. Okay. Sorry. You all know how it goes. Uh, but you can find me everywhere at Char Says So. That's Char with an S, not a C. And that's Says So, not Char Say So. <laughs> and you can find me because some people would be like, I can't find you. It's Char Says So. That means there's a double S in there. Uh-huh. And so that's where you can find me across. That's literally everywhere for me. So, yeah. Okay, fantastic. And per usual, you can find me at BPLP Pod across all social media platforms. You can email me at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com with hate mail, love, topic recommendations, anything of that sort. <laughs> and that's it. Bye, y'all.